Yeshikoch to everybody for joining. Our topic for tonight in the parenting series is making the Yom Tif table lovable. And I think it's a tremendously relevant topic given that we have a good few Yamim Tovim tables coming up in this wonderful um, season. Yamim No Raim, Yimei Simcha between uh, the different Shabbosos of family time and Sukkis. And our starting point, I believe, should be why in the world do I want to make the Yom Tif table lovable? I know because then it would be more fun, but really, why do I want to make it lovable? Because that will be the key in understanding how to do it. And I believe that the reason, the motivator to make the Yomtev table lovable goes back to a principle from Rabbi Tisio Solomon that we've explored in a number of sessions where he points out that the Shabbos table and the family setting in particular um, should not be an extension of school, shouldn't be an extension of yeshiva. Uh, school setting has academic demands, social demands. For some students, the word anxiety, academic anxiety, social anxiety. There are all kinds of stresses. And the home is supposed to be safe place, safe haven, a place where a child can feel accepted. We do want to make the Shabbos and Yom Tif table lovable. And we do. We invest greatly into the Shabbos table. Food, the preparation is awesome. And I think that that is one of the things that we should be aware of. We shouldn't do that simply out of routine, but realize why we're extending ourselves. You know, when the schools have these performances, they spend the whole year. It's production. And they really, they for, for a few hours, because <laughs> it's a few hours on stage. And we do that every week. Shabbos, Yom Tif. it's a few hours of what memories are made of, what forges people's pride, their existence, their bonding, their family, connection, is all being staged right there. No wonder the shopping, the cooking, the cleaning, the setting, the preparing, Divrei Torah, Zviras, conversation topics, inviting guests. It's everything we can to make this a special, lovable event. Besides the food, what else is creating the tone at our Shabbos table? 
So to talk about what there should be, compliments, goodwill, opportunities for everyone at the table to share something special. I have a treasured story that occurred to me with my Rebbe, Shmuel Mayor Katz in Lakewood. I had the privilege of learning with Rabbi Shmuel Mayer at 11 o'clock in the morning, uh, weekday mornings. 11 o'clock in Lakewood fit into his schedule of communal responsibilities, but it wasn't exactly the normal routine for Yeshiva Sidorin. Uh, starting at 9.30 for a Seder, by the time I got there at 11 o'clock, I was often hard pressed to get a chair, a stender. It wasn't simple. And often I came to Seder at the regular Seder time, even though he wasn't gonna be there. And I had plenty of other uh, ways to learn in other Bate Medrash. But often I would just go there in order to be able to reserve the table and chair, the stender and chair. On a particular day, I couldn't come at 9.30. I was on my own interesting schedule that day. But on my way out of Shachris, I had to look something up in the library. And the yeshiva's library is pretty thin aisles. Tremendous number of Sfarim. And in one of these aisles, which is where I figured out the safer that I needed would be based on the alphabetical uh, categorizing, a young man had parked himself. It was a good, like, I guess, meditation corner or something. And he had his chair, he had his tender. And he was parked there, and this was his place. And I came in, and the first thought that I had was, excuse me, but this is a library. That means that I, as a patron, should be able to be able to get a safer from the shelf. And I calmed myself. I took a look at him, and clearly this was you know, necessary for him. He, he, he needed this time and I wasn't going to disturb him. And I left without looking up the item that I needed, figuring I'll figure out a different way to get a hold of the safer and look it up. I showed up at 11 o'clock to meet Rebbe and I had to look for a stender and chair. And I looked and looked and looked and none to be had. On an off chance, I walked into the library. Maybe there's a stender and chair here. And sure enough, the stender and chair of this young man were sitting there, vacant and available. 
And I took it and brought it to where we were learning. And I mentioned to Rebbe that on some level, I thought it was a gift from Hashem. It's like, I don't know in Choshen Mishpat who's right and who's wrong and if he had to move and if I could have made him move. But, but listen, <laughs> he, he needs that time and I respected it. And somehow, it was like heaven is smiling and saying, okay, here's your stender and cheer when you need it. Rabbi looked up from his safer and he said, that's a nice story. That's the kind of story that you should tell at the Shabbos table. Hashkocha Pratis, Chesed, caring, and it all works out. And Hashem smiles when we have patience with each other. The yeses at a Shabbos table are trying to give compliments, trying to celebrate the little good things or big things, if you could identify them without embarrassing anyone too much. It's powerful. What about the nose? What not to do at the Shabbos table? So many of you know that we just moved. We're still kind of unpacking the boxes. But I must give credit to my wife. She made a Shabbos box, knowing that could be that not everything would be unpacked right away. And we'd have to be ready for Shabbos. And included in our Shabbos box is... Chafetz Chaim Heritage Foundation, little stand-up flyer. Keep our Shabbos table beautiful by keeping it Lashon Hara free. The Shabbos table should be pleasant. We could discuss, if you have to discuss current events, how to go about doing it. But it shouldn't be political bashing. It shouldn't be bashing, period. It should be opportunity to be nurturing, to be friendly, to be uplifting. Divrei Torah, Zmiros. Divrei Torah from the children, but not a faher, not a test. An opportunity to let them shine. They say a story about a young boy in playgroup who was assigned to be Shabbos Abba, Shabbos Tati. They adorn him with a Shabbos Tati hat and a jacket. And they put a cup of grape juice in front of him. And he sits down in the chair and he's the Shabbos Abba. And he sits down and he leans back and he says, Good Shabbos. Boy, that was a rough week. <laughs>
everything we do is making an impression on the impressionable. And children see everything and they absorb it. And what we give over is exactly what they're going to get. It's interesting, in the world of media, interviews, newspaper articles, a lot of people don't like to be interviewed because they find that somehow they don't get portrayed the way they would like to be portrayed. An interesting thing to keep in mind though is that while reporters do put their own slant on things, but essentially they take what they're given and then present it. And we are, without even realizing it, sharing those very things that we don't really want to be in print. And the Shabbos table is the same thing. Whatever we share, the children are going to report. We have a toddler in the home now. And my wife keeps telling me, you know, be careful what you say. Whatever you say is going to be repeated in playgroup. And of course, you know, half the story gets related and then we have to explain that's not the full story. That's not what happened. Birchas Habanim, blessing the children, giving each one a moment of heartfelt blessing and a hug is awesome, especially if the relationship is getting a little rocky and the child understands that come what may, I'm here for you. I love you. I'll always be here for you. I'm giving you a heartfelt blessing. If it's not your custom to do it, I suggest asking your rabbi, asking your mentor, if you could start because there's so many stories of children who say that even as they drifted in life and it got complicated for them, what kept them grounded is that they were embedded with those experiences of care, of love, of everything that the Shabbos table can create. You may have encountered the principle catalysts of love, five particular things that are listed, largely based on Michtav Me'iliyahu, Rav Dessler, catalysts of love, things that we can do or acknowledge that bring about love. And one of the things is we love people that love us. It's a mirror type of dynamic. And indeed, if we set a stage that the Shabbos table loves you, it takes on a mind of its own, then the child in turn will come to love 
the Shabbos table, the Shabbos experience. There are many areas that a child might not excel in, but the Shabbos table can be staged appropriately, that everyone can excel and hopefully fulfill the two great prayers that we recite every Friday night, that Klal Yisrael should be medushnei oneg, saturated with joy, and sabeinu mituvecha, we should be satiated with Hashem's goodness. Hashem gives goodness, but sometimes we're not satiated because there's too much complication. The blessing of Shabbos should be the blessing that we experience together as a family, as an act of love, and something that children in particular can take with them forever. I thank you so much for joining. And as I stop the recording, I invite